guys, welcome to the Two Girls One Nut podcast. We are a trio of millennials having real conversations about social and philosophical topics. My name is Nicole. It's Jessica here. This is Rio. Welcome back to the Two Girls One Nut podcast. In today's episode, we are discussing toxic masculinity and how it's affected men in today's society. So, welcome, guys. What's up? Hey, it's Jess. Rio, I'm going to put you on the spot right here. What is your definition of being a man? <laughs> <laughs> My definition of being a man? It's really hard to say as a man, realistically. But, like, because like, I can't say, really describe yeah, myself. Like, so, for yourself, or let's say, you had to explain your idea of what you think a man is. What would that be in your head? Well, a good husband, you know, like okay. But are we yeah. really like are we talking about physicality wise or just like how about this? What is your definition of a man? Like take the rock, the rock, the rock. Oh, the rock. rock. Okay. His personality, the way he looks, the way he carries himself—that is a proper man, in my opinion. Is it because he's like Some big and? <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Because like. How people, how you know, media portrays what a man is is basically a muscular, you know, gentleman. Yeah. You know, okay, he's, so he has he's with to the be women, muscular. but he's, he's, he has to be muscular. So he has to be muscular. And he has to be obviously good looking, chisel jaw. Chisel jaw. Um, he has to be good okay. with the family. He has to be good with the girlfriends. He has to be good with everyone. You know, all that kind of stuff. That's like the perfect type of man. Or for example, Captain America. <laughs> you know Chris uh, uh, Chris Evans. Okay. I'm not a fan of blonde hair, blue eyes. Oh, we're talking. Well, let's yeah. talk about you know obviously okay. personality. Well, yeah, blue eyes. <laughs> we're not package. talking about their looks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about like what you think a man is, right? Like, so you're saying that you feel like to be a man, you have to be like macho and strong. I don't say that, but that's what you know. The media portrays what a man is. Right? Yeah. What the what the manly man is, let's say. Yeah, that's true. So, like, has that ever made you feel some type of way growing up, or feel somewhat like you're lacking something? No. Do you feel like you're a man? Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, how, like, based on what you described, mm-hmm. are you fitting into what you described? No, I'm not. Well, I'm not. Not yeah. that it's wrong, but like in terms of like what makes you think like you're still a man, which I think you are, right? But because of based on your definition, yeah. what you think society thinks ah right? gotcha like well if we're talking based solely on like north america mm-hmm. i think that is like the manly man what i described mm-hmm. obviously in asian cultures and you know in, in that society it's a lot more different than what we think is you know what a man is mm-hmm. just they, it's just portrayed in the media that obviously asian men aren't like the you know they're they're portrayed as nerds yeah. like on, on tv yeah. on movies right they're portrayed as like, you know the funny sidekick um, until That's recently, though, yes. until recently, crazy rich Asians. Crazy, crazy rich Asians. Um, what's that? What's that actor's name? Gold. Oh, I forgot his name. Which one? In Crazy Rich Asians, the um. Oh, the main one of the main, main characters. One, yeah. Can the, we pull that up? Actually? Yeah, let's look it up. But he's actually um yeah they actually t- tried to kind of break that um stereotype right, um even with uh, the new movie there's gonna be GI Joe Snake Eyes it's called right it's oh. gonna be with that gentleman there and uh it's probably one of the few times they have you know let's say a sexy. Are you talking about Asian, this one? That's just the gentleman here. What's his name again? Can you read it? Henry out? Golding. Henry yeah. Golding, yes. And girls mm. are going crazy over this guy. Oh, oh man, he's hot. Oh, him. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 
So he, obviously nowadays, like yeah. throughout um, throughout North American culture, they're, bri- they're they're breaking that stereotype. Yeah. Right. Even BTS is big in North America now, right? That's true. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know who BTS is. What? They're like a K-pop group. I just know about the McDonald Nuggets thing, and I'm just. <laughs> well, they're like they're like playing at the Grammys. Like they're performing there. I'm gonna have to look yeah, this up. Big. Yeah, let me look this they're up. Huge. BTS. But yeah, we, if you see them, you're gonna be you're gonna be like, oh my god, this is not the you know typical. But women do like. also like these type of men, right? Mm-hmm. Like a different woman like has like different tastes and like they appreciate different styles of men. Hundred percent. Right? But mm-hmm. across the board, aside from aesthetic, is there a definition of what a man is? Because mm-hmm. like if you're saying like there's these BTS group is mm-hmm. classified as men, mm-hmm. right? And then based on like just physical, like mm-hmm. looking at them, yeah. I don't really think it fits into your chisel jaw okay. description, yeah. right? So is let's go a little bit deeper. Is there another definition of what a man is to you? For me, like, let's talk about when I was younger, because obviously my, yeah. my mindset changed when I got older. Yeah. When I was younger, back in the day in high school, what a what a cool guy was is basically those rappers, right? Right. Who flash their money. They have dancers dancing around them. And for me, like, realistically, to be like a man, like you, you have to have that power. You have to have that, you know, status. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I have girls. I have cars. I have money. Mm-hmm. Right. And people, you know, uh, guys strived for that. And that's why they, they dressed mm-hmm. up that way. That's why mm-hmm. there's types of fashion that are that are obviously like, like that, yeah. and they follow it because right. they want to. Let's get a little bit deeper. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with you know trying to impress like the opposite sex in a way. Yeah. And I think to be like, a man, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to be portrayed, or you want to portray yourself to be, you know, sexy or you know, desirable to the to the woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think like also going a little bit deeper into it, aside from just like the physical aspects mm-hmm. and being strong and macho and jacked or whatever it may be, looking sexy and dressing sexy. I think it, there's another component as to where men don't necessarily feel comfortable sharing their feelings and emotions. Right. And I think we kind of did touch this in one of our previous episodes as yeah. well and how men have a hard time really like expressing, expressing. their emotions because yeah. it's not necessarily as socially acceptable as it is if, as if you were a woman and you, as a woman you can be as emotional as you want but if you're a man expressing your expressing your emotions it's a little bit different and seen differently and you're not seen as manly, right? So I have two questions for you. Do you think that changes with age is my first question and the second question is do you think times have changed compared to before? I think that times have changed from before, but I also think there's a long way to go when it comes to that sure. and undoing that programming that has been put upon boys yeah. from a young age. There's a clear track record of boys feeling like they can't express themselves and can't be as close with their other friends mm. and they feel very isolated from each right, other. Right. Right. So, have you ever felt like you couldn't express your emotions? To be honest, all the time, yes. Oh, yeah? Realistically, yeah. I, I don't want to show emotions in front of girls, and this mm-hmm. is exactly what you guys are touching base on. Why is yeah. that? Um, to be, you know, to perceive, to show ourselves in front of a, a woman, right, and to be perceived as, you know, desirable, you can't show emotions, and that's something that mm-hmm. we've learned throughout media. Where did you pick that? Yeah, so, so where in media have you yeah. picked that up from? Like, what I'm example? Curious. Like, for example, if you're watching a movie... Yeah. Um, have you seen Superbad? You've seen Superbad, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Those guys are obviously very emotional. Yeah. They're very, like, you know, in touch with themselves, and they're very, like, you know, <laughs> let's say, let's say feminine, or they're not very, you know, muscular and stuff, right? Okay. Would you like date a nerdy, any of them? nerdy kind yeah, of? Yeah, totally. You're different, though. Would you? Would I, like, the Superbad main characters? Like, let's McLovin? Say, let's say McLovin or... <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. McLovin's getting all the girls. Um, what do you mean? I mean, McLovin is not necessarily my type. Okay, so let me go back to that. So. <laughs> McLovin was getting the girls yeah. until he became a quote-unquote man. Okay, fair Because enough. the cops taught him to become a man. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. McLovin, you have to smoke, you have to drink, you have to portray yourself as a man. Yeah. Once he did that, he got the girls. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. Media is portraying um, weakness, oh, sorry, or emotion and weakness as a sign of, oh, you can't get any girls. Mm. You have to be like Vin Diesel or, you know, or, that's, or that those is guys in those, uh, in those movies. So do you feel like you learned that from the media or do you feel like even growing up, from the men that were around mm-hmm. you, do you think it that also had an effect? One hundred percent had an effect. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to be a shy, quiet kid. Yeah. Right, with no confidence. Yeah. I got no girls, right? I didn't talk to any girls, and then I kind of picked that up from you know a friend of mine that mm-hmm. had in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was super charismatic, mm-hmm. right? He was he could talk to any girl. He had all the confidence in the world. He wasn't the best looking guy in the world, right? He was decent looking, but. Mm-hmm he would pick up girls over really good-looking guys just based on his charisma and his personality. So, so is, that's what I took up. So charisma is, is a definition, is, is part of a trait of becoming a man. I wouldn't say it's part of becoming a man, but it's a good way to obviously be a, you know attractive to a female, correct? I'm, I'm, I'm just had two females right now, so... Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm absorbing what you're saying, right? Yeah. Like, and I'm trying to process it, like... Like, obviously, at this point, you kind of realize, like, I value things very differently. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I don't even understand it, right? Yeah. But, like, to, to know that you you have this, like, propaganda that's been playing back for you for many years, mm-hmm. that you're not able to express your feelings, it, it's so nuanced to me, right? Um, I have no problem with a guy expressing their feelings to me. If anything, I'm more attracted to that because it's not, it's a scarcity, right? Yeah. Like, it's not often... So when I do see it happening, it, it's I, I find it's like a gem, right? I'm like, oh my God, like you're very good at communication. You're very good at expressing yourself and, and vocalizing it. So so that to me is like, you're still a man either or. Have you, felt, have you always felt that way though? Like let's say like you go 10 years back and you were to see someone. Yeah, like, I would say my like very that, yeah. first like crush ever was like a very nerdy guy. And okay. like, yeah, very like quiet, mm, very timid. Yeah. Um, that's another story itself, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've I've been like, you know, very interested. I had a big yeah. crush on him, mm-hmm. right? So with that said, I also had crushes on guys who were very charismatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had like crushes on guys who were like very active and yeah. whatnot. But I didn't. I wouldn't say I saw one persona less of a man compared to other. Mm-hmm. But with that said, I'm also guilty of saying certain things like, "Hey, man up," right? Yeah. So there are certain characteristics that I associate with the terminology "become a man." Yeah. But not necessarily um, so much of things you're mentioning, but becoming like shy and whatnot and reserved, right? Yeah. So it's interesting. Like I, I'm trying to pinpoint, like, do we all have different impressions or, or expectations of what a man is? Well, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Like there's there's preferences, right, for a female. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. females, like like I mentioned, we're going back to like types of you know cultures, mm-hmm. right? Females in Asia think that BTS is good looking, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, like Nicole, what what's your input? Like, what do you think? A man should be like what should would you be put off let's say if he's super emotional on the first date because realistically mm. this is why mm. we put up this front as guys yeah. mm. because we want to be able to at least at least get that first date and yeah. be that man, <laughs> man. yeah and i know it's like we don't want like obviously we're not trying to be fake but we yeah. obviously don't want to come off as too emotional because we want we don't want to scare girls off Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I think yeah, like on the first date, if you if I had a guy who was extremely emotional and showing 
all these emotions, I mean, I feel like it would be slightly uncomfortable because, mm-hmm. I, like, you've just met, first of all, and you're just getting to know each other, so I feel like it would be a little off-putting, I guess you Wait, would say. but hold on. What if it was... A, I guess a, it depends on the type of emotions. Like, if they're, like, venting to you all their problems and, like, it's they're crying, like... But what if it's a female? You first met a female, and she's super emotional. Mm-hmm. I'd be put off as well, too. And I'm not trying to date her. Uh, yeah. I've actually... I have dealt with those scenarios yeah. where, like, someone is venting to you their problems. Yeah. And, like, basically crying and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I think it also ties back to it being more socially acceptable to be emotional as a woman mm-hmm. versus being a man and approaching another person and kind of venting those feelings right well i feel like it's all down to like just you know how you portray yourself yeah to the yeah. opposite sex yeah and like realistically because yeah. we could be emotional to our bros yeah right? i could get drunk and be emotional yeah. with my bros and be like i yeah. love you bro yeah. this and that i would never i would never say that in front of a girl right well you wouldn't say oh, that no. Wouldn't say no i love you bro like no? i'm gonna do this why not why? i don't know I don't know. I don't think so I you, would. So you wouldn't sh- like you wouldn't show that in front. Like if you were at a party and yeah. you were like showing love to your bro, like you wouldn't do that unless you guys were alone. Oh no, I'd show love. I just I wouldn't go like because I've had deep conversations with my, with my with my friends as well yeah. right, about certain things and we've gone very unemotional about that. Yeah. But I would never have a girl sitting there. No. Yes. Wow. Huh. Okay. Wait. Do you have any female friends? Yes. Do you get like have emotional conversation with your female friends? Yes. Have you expressed to how much like do you love your female friends? Uh, have I told them I love them? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it depends, yeah. Like, to, to an extent, I show my, my love to them, right? Yeah. Um, I, I never said I, I love you. Like, not in that way. Yeah. Like, okay. Because I, I don't want to put off the, the wrong impression. But, yeah. Okay, fair, fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've shown emotion to my female friends, but that's because they're my friend, and I'm, like, like I mentioned in the beginning, like, I, I'm not portraying myself as, you know, I want to be, like, yeah. any, like anything more than a friend. Yeah. Like, you're my friend. I feel like I feel comfortable showing my emotion to you. Like I've always like growing up, I've been the type of girl that I, I had a lot of guy friends, right? Like really good friends, and much like their little sister. Mm-hmm. But they have always like throughout high school, they confided with me in terms of their personal problems. Um, I'm not sure if they also share that same like conversations with their guy friends, but I'm I feel like most guys have that female friends where they do open up to. Yeah. It's not it's not anything romantic. It's really platonic friendship, but yeah. they do open up to that female mm-hmm. as well too right and i think if their impression is like they rather open up to a female which mm-hmm. would be understanding versus them opening up to their male friends yeah well to put it that way because if we were to talk about relationships yeah and problems like that yeah for me i wouldn't get the the proper answer from my guys they'd right. be like yo s- screw her you know <laughs> get another girl drop her versus if i would yeah. talk to my female friend they'd be like hey you know what listen maybe she's doing this this and this right yeah. or maybe she just needs space because of this this and this right because they can so understand from that perspective. 100% yeah. they but, have that perspective of being a female and like what they're what they potentially are feeling versus the guy saying oh she's probably out doing this with her friends so if you have a friend a fa- male friend sorry a male friend co- come to you with like relationship problems yep. what is the advice you'll tell them this will, I need the contacts right right so yeah. that means you are listening actively listening mm-hmm. and you're going to give them your best advice so would you say like the advice you got for like relationship from your guy friends before is just because of maturity level yes. and not so much because of they're not able to open up with their feelings. It's just maturity level. It's so. maturity level in my opinion. Right. Yeah. So tying that back into like male, uh, masculine, to- uh, sorry, toxic masculinity, like how do you see that surviving today? Like what I'm trying to say is that was that something a younger problem or is that a generation problem? Like, where is that problem, actually? 
And is it still yeah. a problem? Which I, I do think so, but mm-hmm. I, I, I want to bring it up. I think it's a generational problem. Cool. Even growing up and, um, like, around my uncles and stuff like that. Like, no one really, like, expressed emotions. Never anything about, like, what they're going through. And mm-hmm. I've never really seen them express themselves in that way. Right. Um, I don't know about you, but <clears throat> I think that we're getting to a point in time where it's more acceptable nowadays to be able to express yourself. So that's the thing, like, is it a mature, like, we're going through maturity levels, like, yeah. we're accepting we're more, evolving. we're evolving. And for the not better, just, yeah. yeah. for the better. For the most part. And, and hopefully <laughs> as a society too, right? Yeah. yeah. More different minds and we're opening to, like, different, you know, objections and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. So, Rio, going back to this male toxic masculinity thing, like, have, saying that you were a part of this or, like, you have had that impacted you, mm-hmm. does it still impact you today? No. No, not at all. No, not at all. I don't. I don't act the same way I do when, as as I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because younger, I feel like I felt like, oh, you know what? The girl's like the bad boy. I want to be mm. an asshole, right? Mm. Just to to put it in better ter- terms. And obviously, the girls back then that I attracted by being an asshole is are, are not the type of girls I want now. As oh, really? A, as an adult. Mm. How yeah. were they like beforehand? Like versus like now? Uh, you know, like they. I don't want to say. Tr- trashier but they're you know like they like my my perspective has changed on what i want in a in a mate yeah right i want someone who's more mature who has her life together you know she's doing bigger and better things right um versus back then i was just looking for like you know looks or you know nothing superficial very very you know like um skin level or, or like surface surface level, level sorry yeah, yeah. yeah. surface skin level kind level. of thing shallow <laughs> yeah or it could be skin level yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knows right yeah but wow that's very mature yeah, yeah it's like, I, I wouldn't because i've been in i like i've been in relationships with relationships with different types of girls mm-hmm. yeah um i would never like aside from like maybe one i would never date the, the ones i've had in the past yeah yeah so what are like the modern like toxic masculinity traits or scenarios Mm, well, um, okay, so I think the three components of toxic masculinity from what I was doing some research prior to this yeah. podcast, so apparently the three components of toxic masculinity is toughness, anti-femininity, and power. Mm. So essentially, toughness meaning like you should be physically strong, emotionally callous, and like behaviorally aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then anti-femininity, so that basically involves the idea that men should reject anything that is considered to be feminine, such as showing emotion or accepting help or like going to the doctor or something like that. Oh, right. Um, yeah, and then power, so this is the assumption that men must work toward obtaining a specific status or power, whether that be socially or financially, and um, so that they can gain respect of others. Right, right. So with, with term, in terms of like toughness, like do you visualize that like in your everyday life, like for both of you guys, like mm-hmm. have you witnessed it? Like, I've seen it. I think, like, you see a lot, like, especially, like, if you were to, like, go out to a bar or, like, you see, mm. like, guys get into fights over just the stupidest things. Right. Because like, mm. they're trying to, like, show each other, like, who... Buff up who, their chest. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I think it's, like, an ego thing, too, because, mm. like, w- why are these guys fighting in the first place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be due to them being intoxicated, mm-hmm. but it's also them trying to show who's tougher. Yeah. Right? Actually, I was at the casino on the weekend. At like three in the morning, yeah, lost money. Oh but, shit! <laughs> point is, um, so there was a fight. Yeah, like like all these guys were just on the table. Everybody's making money. I wouldn't even say people were drunk because there's a long lineup for the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, this is probably before last call, and um, 
Yeah, the fight started inside the casino. What? And like, it was so funny to watch this because like I was with my two mates who were from Toronto, and all you see was like these guys just like like they're young, like they're, they're maybe like, young twenties, right? And they're just buffing up their chest. And I'm thinking, I'm like, oh man, like I gotta get a live show. Like I'm gonna watch like some UFC right now. Yeah. Nope, they're just bumping chests into each other. Really? Pushing each other, yeah. They're not punching each other? They're no, just... they're just like talking smack to each other. And we're just like, man, if this is Toronto, like, <laughs> yeah, shits would have gone off right by now. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, it was insane. Like, and, and, and tying back, like, that's that's something I witnessed recently. Yeah. Which is not necessary, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But do you see that every day or often? Or mm-hmm. is it under the influence of alcohol? It's It's alcohol and ego. Like Nicole yeah. said, right? Yeah. Like, like for, I feel like those guys that you see fighting in the bars, they haven't grown up, mm. right? Because mm. that's how I, I would act or perceive or portray myself when I was younger. Mm. Um, I I, used to, I got into a few fights actually. You did did you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm not the biggest guy in the world, but obviously I got into a few fights. Were you drunk? Oh, shit. I was. Dr- it was either I was drunk or super emotional about something. Yeah. Were you uh, like relationships? Like anger out of anger. Out of anger. Yeah. yeah. And like people knowing that I've like something's happened to me and I feel like I've I'm, I'm weak because of that mm. and I have to go fix it oh. if that makes sense right okay. I have to show my or show my dominance let's say right like you have to prove something I have to prove something oh I'm not I'm not a I'm not a bitch I'm, yeah. you know I'm gonna fight this guy right but that was in like high school yeah right and then the kind of turning point for me is that I there was a fight at the bar one time mm. right and then I would think, oh, yeah, I want to fight too, right? Just kind of show my dominance. But um, girls find that unattractive. Very, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And I thought, oh, I thought yeah. it's the opposite. Showing my dominance is going to make it like, oh, this mm-hmm. guy's the man. Yeah. This is toxic masculinity. Yeah. One on one there. Yeah. Right? So it's, I think it's just, it's just maturity, right? These guys I, haven't grown up at the bars. Huh. It's also That's fearful, true. like that, that toxic masculinity, or like, you know, if the guy instigates a fight at the bar trying to prove a point it's like the first thought to my mind is like man can you do that to me as well too mm-hmm. and that becomes like a domestic situation yeah. right yeah well i think it does like toxic masculinity can also lead to violence against women right yeah because typically like those who are affected are those that are closest to said person so if someone hasn't necessarily matured properly or realized that like be, what being a man truly is or mm-hmm. whatever mm. then like those types of guys could take it out on their significant others mm. right and i think like men not being able to express their emotions and if they just bottle it up inside mm-hmm. it can lead to other emotions such as anger because they don't like it's going to come out one way or another mm. or they find some sort of like substance abuse substance abuse, abuse yeah, yeah. Oh, that's very yeah. true that's very true so, like, what do you think are, is, like, is there something that we can do to change this? Or do you think it's just mainly something that's just, like, a maturity thing? Because I think that's what we've both all agreed on. Mm. It's, like, a maturity thing, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, how can we, obviously, the media will continue to portray things as is. But I think the media has also changed the narrative in that aspect. You know right? what I worry about? What? What is ha- going to happen with all these changes? Like, I'm not saying I like the toxic you know, environment mm. and, you know, suppression and whatnot. But I'm actually really concerned about what the latter would be, mm. right? And, and let's be honest, like, in, in some part of, like, sadistic part of my brain, I think the world will never be perfect. Mm-hmm. And so with all these changes, it's great. 
but are we going to lose certain essence of things that we do like what's going on like for mm-hmm. example you know from your journey for example Rio like from from having that suppression mm-hmm. to discovering that you know you don't have to be like that it, it's your personal journey and that's something that made you grow and, and you, mm-hmm. you noted that you mature mm-hmm. but if that is suddenly changed from like young Rio never had that environment do you ever consider like what is all the problems that may come about it like if it didn't mature and no 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 mature. if you didn't have these problems yeah what other problems would you have when I was younger. Yeah, like if you never had to like had this ego or like, you know, yeah. you're always comforted and catered to and you were expressing yourself, what would be the problems that could stem from it? I, it's, it's a really foreign thought. I get it. but uh, That's a good question. I mean... That's a tough question. I can't even answer that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, like because like, I don't know how I would like if I've never experienced the th- things I've experienced when I was younger. How would I be now? You Basically, wouldn't be you. I would be me. Right. Know? So what I'm trying to provoke is like if we don't have the problems that we are known to have, mm, what perfect. would be the alternative problems that we do have to have? Right. Well, we would face. So uh, like in a lighter sense, I have a brother that's ten years younger than mm. me. Right. So we're we're a big generation gap. And I had a, I had the same problem of suppression, rebellion. I couldn't be myself, yada, yada, yada. Whereas my brother is in a very safe space. But and now that I'm 30 and my brother's 20 and we're both like classified adults, and I would say I'm a lot tougher than my, what my brother is, right? I'm able to travel out, be independent and so mm-hmm. forth. My brother, not saying he's not bad, but like he, he's a, like far away behind. Like I worry if I were to ship him to middle Australia by himself, mm-hmm. right? So I'm wondering if that's because of like, you know, the, the cushiness he has, you know, he didn't really have to struggle in comparison to myself. Again, that could be totally false, but just curious, right? So back to you, it's like if you didn't have that environment where you had to like suppress yourself or like, you know, you didn't have to like be in a toxic environment, like a masculinity environment, what would be the problems you face? Hmm. That's a deep question. I feel like you'd have to time travel for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You look confused. <laughs> yeah. I'm not confused. Just like it's. I don't. You don't know where to start to think. I don't even know like, how I yeah. would like even get to that point of thought. Hmm. It's like your experience makes you who you are today. Because I, I don't. Right? Yeah, I don't know what I don't know. Right. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know how I would have been as a person before everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, if nothing happened, then I probably would have been super quiet. I wouldn't be doing this podcast. You think you would be super quiet? Like, you don't think you would have come out of your shell as yeah, much? Yeah, because I, I would have, like, before everything happened, I was quiet, like I yeah. mentioned, I was yeah. shy. Um, I couldn't talk to girls. Yeah. yeah. So are you saying... I wouldn't be able to yeah. publicly speak, yeah. So are you saying, like, those challenges pushed you out of your comfort zone so much that it helped you grow? 100%. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. 100%. Awesome. Because I've met people my age and they don't have the um let's say the eq right the the um the personality or yeah. or, or a way to kind of carry conversations with mm-hmm. other people yeah. and that's something i would that's like a nightmare for me yeah right because i'm not i'm not that type of person now mm-hmm. um so i wish people would be able to like kind of help them and get yeah. them out of that shell yeah. yeah but that's what i would fear that's what i would see myself from your question yeah, if yeah, nothing, yeah. If none of this happened and kicked me into being what I am right now, yeah, I would be like these quiet guys, you know. Which is nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Just yeah. different, right? Yeah. So it, I'm not trying to promote it, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I do look forward to the future, yeah. to having a better environment yeah. where people can socially accept like different characteristics and be okay mm-hmm. with it. 
But part of me is always worrying about, okay, well, what are the other problems that are going to come about, right? Yeah, I mean, I think there's always going to be problems no matter what. Like, problems, like, allow us to grow just like yourself, Rio. And, like, I think no matter what, like, no matter what level or status or success you achieve, you're going to have challenges along the way. And I think that's just something that we have to deal with as human beings. Mm. You know? Totally. Yeah. And, like... I myself have also struggled with thoughts in the past too about men where it's like if you like saw a man crying or expressing themselves in a certain way you'd be like why are you acting this way Mm. like that used to be my train of thought Mm. and now like I've grown to become more like I wouldn't say even say acceptable of it I've just obviously matured and like learned that crying and like being emotional is not only something that women should that women do it's Mm -hmm. something that every human being has emotions yeah of course yeah so it's almost like looking at every person not just as like female or male but everyone is human at the end of the day and not having to categorize certain emotions or characteristics to gender yeah right because and like the question that you were asking me earlier about is, is there a uh, opposite of to- toxic masculinity like is there, is there a female, female version? version yeah um and like i think there is in a way mm-hmm. but maybe not like not as heavily it's not as heavily pushed i guess you would say i i don't know about that like well let's talk about like when you're younger mm-hmm. right um were you ever forced to be more girly like were you um, a tomboy like or were I, you like kind of frowned upon being like oh yeah. you, you've seen mean girls right yeah yeah like the plastics have like forced you to become yeah. one of them yeah that's true. um well it's funny because my mom that is toxic that is yeah, yeah. Guess, right? <laughs> that's true that's true yeah. um yeah my mom is she was a tomboy growing up like my mom is a lesbian mm-hmm. so she was a tomboy growing up so I didn't grow up with a, with a dad at all, so, mm-hmm. like, I was raised by women, so I like to say, like, I'm a born feminist because mm. I was raised by strong women. Yeah. Um, so, growing up, I obviously took on some of my mom's traits, and yeah. it's like, I liked playing with Lego, but I also liked playing with Barbies. Yeah. And, you know, I would run around with my shirt off, just like a boy did, and, like, I remember... Um, I actually was trying to be like one of my cousins because I would see guys pee standing up. Yeah. So I actually remember um, my grandma caught me in the bathroom standing up over the shower and I was trying to pee standing up. Obviously, it wasn't working. That's so funny. Um, but she got really mad at me. She's like, no, only boys should do that. And like, which is um, fine. Uh, which is fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I guess growing up, I did try to kind of like, I did have certain like, boyish traits, like, yeah. pl- like, playing with Lego, I guess, like, is something that you think only boys would do, but I liked both. Like, yeah. I was kind of a tomboy. I liked playing video games, but I also liked the girly things. Yeah. Um, and then, I'm trying to think, I guess, like, in school, being bullied and stuff, like, I probably felt like I had to be, like, prettier, yeah. I guess you oh, could yeah. say. Yeah. So, like, you know, I had short hair, so maybe, like, I grew out my long hair. Like, I think having hair is also, like, a sign of your femininity, yeah. like, having the long hair. And yeah. it's also, like, a safety blanket for of women, course, for a yeah. lot of women. Um, so, yeah, I would have to agree that there are a lot of, like, what would you say, toxic femininity. Mm-hmm. So, things... I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just, like, it's certain ways we grew up was fairly toxic yeah. for both sexes, right? 
And I think like one of the highlight topics is male masculine. I'm sorry, mas- toxic masculinity because it's so evident, mm-hmm. right? And I think that they're trying to fix that first before they go into like the whole feminist part, right? Yeah. But in in relation to what you're saying, like I totally get it. I grew up as a tomboy, mm-hmm. and there are so many things I wanted to do in my life, and I couldn't just because like it wasn't girly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah like martial arts was something I always wanted yeah. to do all my life, but my parents never let well, me. Do, do ballet, it. do piano. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Typical. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but but yeah, typical female mm-hmm. like activity. Yeah. Gymnastics was my thing, but I really wanted martial arts. Yeah. Um, with that said, um, I don't know. Like, hmm. is there something we could resolve for that? Like, what would you suggest? Yeah, I think like I said it earlier, and I think when when it comes down to it, it's just not necessarily putting certain characteristics gender specifically Mm -hmm. and I think just seeing every person as a human being every Mm -hmm. person is made differently and has they're built differently so I think not necessarily saying like oh you're a man you shouldn't cry or you're a girl you should be like have long hair right right? so I think every person should be able to do what they want to do whatever makes them feel happy on the inside as well and not judging someone specifically mm-hmm. for their gender but let's get a little bit more specific here because like with these this topic like i am literally on the fence right mm-hmm. um like obviously i don't i want guys to be able to express their feelings and whatnot i i i'm trying to think of the times where i told a guy that he's not a man i'm sorry <laughs> i have said that okay right? give us an example i want to hear a story now <laughs> i'm just saying just putting you on the spot <laughs> i'm just saying there's some times where i'm just like Man, the guy didn't want to, like, uh, I don't know, like, like nice gestures, like holding the door or, like, mm-hmm. you know, picking the tab after, like, for first example, date, yeah, yeah okay. after a first date. Like, I still think, like, a, a guy should really pick up the tab out on a first date. Like, that's well, just not should be, yeah. It's, it's if the, they ask you out on a date, yeah. But that, that's part of, like, the male yeah. expectations, right? So, that's, that's, yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, toxic. <laughs> that's, that's I, I mean, I still like it. Yeah. I feel so, like, you know? It's yeah. like, so do you think that's, like, more like a chivalry thing? Or do you think that's, like, a been, like, a standard expectation for men to pick up the bill on the first date? It's a chivalry thing. Is it? It's like a curse. So, so, so let's like go the, even the, further. Like, we're sh- I'm showing... My appreciation for you coming out on the date. Yeah. Right? This is my yeah. my way of showing you who I am and trying to get to know you. It's okay. The, it's the down payment. <laughs> right? what, just so, like a taco fino dinner? <laughs> no. So I don't know. It's like, it's, it's just how it is, right? It's always the, like, let's go back to media. It's the yeah. guy, guy chasing the girl in the movies, mm-hmm. right? It's never, and this is another topic, it's never the girl chasing the guy. Apparently. Sometimes it is. I yeah, that's, that's, isn't, isn't that, is that not frowned upon, though? Wait, 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 isn't Bumble where you the girl messages the guy first? Yeah, Bumble is no, where the no, girl so messages the guy first. You match, and then it's up to the... This is toxic. It's up to the girl <laughs> to decide if she wants to continue the conversation or not. I opened a Pandora's mm. box. Holy shit. <laughs> but, right? So that's... But I want to go even a little bit deeper, so wait, right? I'm curious. Just, I want to yeah. ask. So why is it frowned upon for a girl to chase after a guy or to ask a guy out, for example? I'm not saying... I, I don't frown upon that no, at but all. Why, I wish why, all girls would do that. Why do you think it's frowned upon or why do you think yeah. it's not more socially acceptable for a girl to be the one asking out a guy on a date? For, for, well, for, well, at the end of the day, because the girls get hurt that way. Get hurt? Yeah. How? Because you, you might attract the fuckboys, right? Whoa. So you want to, here's the thing, if you want to, long, like, this is just me talking to, like, right. my, my female friends. If you want to have a long-term relationship, you want to make sure this guy is willing to chase you a little bit versus you just putting yourself out there. 
Hmm. Right? Because if he's going to chase you, he's worthwhile. True. Is 100%. that how we gauge it? I mean... And for me, as a guy, if a girl were to, were to, you know, have a little bit of resistance, I'm like, oh my god, this girl's, what's wrong? Like, what's wrong? Like, is, am I doing something wrong? So, like, maybe should, 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 hmm. so would you harder? be, like, a little bit turned off if the girl is chasing you? Yes. Would you think she's, like... You would be? I would. What's your definition if of chasing like, you? Like, what's chasing you? Like, is like, that asking you out? Like, like is that considering you? Like, what if someone asked you out on a date and they said they liked you? Depends on the context. Is it like at a bar or something? Or no, like let's say like I've Tinder. known the person for Tinder. Yeah. Or someone like let's say you just met this person through mutual friends. Let's yeah. say fuck Tinder. Okay. Okay. And then she somehow she likes you, and then she asks you out first. Would I would be, be I would be okay with that. Okay. Yeah. So what if like a couple weeks go by and she's still pursuing like hey when do you want to schedule the next date and yeah it's too it, much it's too much so too would much. you say she would need to wait. For your you to be like, hey, let's hang to, out. Yeah, it has to be back like a, and forth. Like a back and forth. Because if it's too much, then I'm like, oh my god, why is she putting so much <laughs> pressure on me, right? Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. If I've known this girl and I've had history with her, then yeah. It's okay. like, it's like you know, like, she's asking me to hang out. Interesting. Sure. But if it's like a brand new girl, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, when's, when, am I, when am I going to see you next <laughs> after, the, after the first date? Even if I really like the girl, mm-hmm. I'm like... What the hell is going really? on? Really? Let's take a step back. Wow. Because yeah. it's, it's too much. <laughs> you look like you're learning. I am learning things. some new things. I'm like, that's awesome. I don't know. I, I personally, I love it when the guys are pursuing me. Mm. Um, but I also have this habit of m- me chasing back as well, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like to pick my men. I think there should be, like, some tug and pull. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. If the girl is just, like, not reciprocating anything, I think that's also a problem if a guy is just chasing after her and being like, oh, my God, I need right. you. And the girl's just, like, like, you know, showing him the cold shoulder. Yeah, if but, it's too much, then we're not going to talk to you. But here's, here's where I wanted to jump this into. Like, we're, we're talking about dating and pursuing, but what about, like, the definition of a man? Like, would you marry a guy who's not able to provide, like, financially, for example, right? Is that a definition of a man or not? Well, I wouldn't date a girl that's not financially stable either. Yeah, like I feel like side. I feel like every person is looking for some sort of security, whether that be like physically, emotionally, yeah. financially as well, right? Right. Like, to build a future together with someone, exactly. they also have to be able to hold up that end of the table. Mm-hmm. But what if one person makes significantly a lot of money that they can uphold? Like, let's just say the man can uphold both mm-hmm. two people's finances, right? And he could be a provider. From my understanding, from talking to other guys, is that they are happy to be that provider. They feel good when they are the provider. They feel like a man, right? That's so very, I, yeah. I literally just. I've never I heard think, any I, guy say I that. Think I, that. I just had this conversation. Today yeah, too. and I think that actually ties back to like what I said earlier about the three components of toxic masculinity, which yeah. was power. Right, so this is the assumption that men must work toward obtaining power and status mm. so they can gain the respect of others. Mm. So do you think that's coming from something deeper that's telling them I need to be successful and whatever to be a quote-unquote man? Possibly. And, and you have to re- respect in a way that that could be some mm. people's sole drive of what they do, right? Yeah, and like that is definitely a thing. Yeah, I don't think that's not. It's not necessarily a bad thing for to yeah. want to provide for someone. And like I think throughout history, men have been the providers for right for their families. And now only mm-hmm. now, like in twenty twenty one, is it becoming more 
I guess you could say like equal or and there's also like the single mothers and stay also at home dads. stay at home yeah. dads. So it's definitely changed a lot from how it used to be where it was mi- before it was the man would just go and work and then mm. the women would stay at home. Mm. So it's changed a lot from that. Well, to be fair, a woman didn't even have working rights prior. Yeah, that's right? true. That's so true. There, there has been a significant boost, but like even in, like, like when I was having this conversation with my friend today, literally this morning, he, he was talking referring to like he feels good when he provides for his girlfriend, right? He's mm. working so hard so he can provide for his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. In my head, the first thing I thought, I'm like, well, what a good man, mm-hmm. right? But mm. then, oh shit, am I being like toxic now, Is right? That, yeah, am I'm I wondering. toxic behavior? Yeah. Is that a bad thing though, if it's something that they want to do though? I don't know. That's, that's... Yeah. What do you think? Is it a bad thing that they want to do that? Yeah, or, I wouldn't say it's a bad it's thing. preference, right? If you want to do that, by all means. Yeah. But is but it, then what I feel, like, some guys use that as power, so the girl doesn't true. leave. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. We just took right? a big U-turn. I'm just, t- I'm just saying. I've seen that, that is, before. That is true. I think it is a power thing, for sure. I... So there's no way that girl could leave him. Yeah. Because she's dependent on him financially. Yes. Oof. And that is oh dark as hell. Oh my god. I saw a movie about that. So. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> How did it end? <laughs> well, she started dating. Well, she was married to a very rich gentleman. Yeah. Right? But he was an asshole. Ah. Uh. And he kicked her to the curb and her life was shattered. So she built herself up and then she met a nice, hmm. nice yeah. gentleman, right? Oh, wow. Who wasn't obviously as successful, but he, he had, you know, his stuff together and... She lived this is a movie? After. Yeah, movie. Mm-hmm. Which oh, movie? Do I have you to remember? Google it. No, this is like when I was younger. <laughs> well, see, there's one of those Tyler Perry movies, actually. Oh, I love Tyler Perry. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to Google it and see which one it is. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Interesting. I think that we lo- learned a lot in this episode. episode. I feel like I want to finalize this by saying, like, I want to readjust the definition of what it is. What is the characteristic of being a good man? I want to change to it. A good man is. A definition of a good person yeah yes i think that yeah. that would be like you know just living by ethical morals and whatnot and 100 doing the right thing yeah just being a good human yeah like the rock like the rock <laughs> the rock is a good human he is a very good human. is he and so is will smith yeah yeah, no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about it <laughs> yeah uh, and i'm sure there's like sides of them that we don't necessarily see in the public as well right like mm. that their wives probably see more so of we don't know what they're like behind yeah. closed doors well if will smith can get through that entanglement situation, <laughs> oh god then yeah i don't know but that's the thing about will smith he was seen as a lesser man based on the comments no he was no he, he wasn't was. I've read the comments. I've seen it. Yeah, but where are you reading this can, comment? How can you be with a woman who can do this to you? That's but, what the comments okay, were okay. saying. I feel like this could go into another episode, which yes. I do want to. I do want to do this topic. I don't on see a that. Episode. I, just uh. a good air. I personally don't see that. I love Will Smith. It's just I've seen the comments. But yes, go of ahead. course, there's always going to be like different comments on certain things. There's always going to be like one side and yeah. then another side. So I think like whatever comments you were reading, yeah, there is one side to it. But at the end of the day. It's their marriage, and they got through that situation, entanglement, together. But I don't necessarily think he's less of a man because he decided to stick his marriage through. Yeah. No, definitely not. Just for the kids, right? I mean, I wouldn't say it's just for the kids. If you watch this um, interview that Jada did with Jay Shetty, actually, she does touch a lot on the topic of relationships and long-term relationships and the fact that we have all these like romantic idealisms, Mm. you know, 
and it's not anything of the sort when you're looking for a partnership in life, mm. right? Because we're constantly evolving as people, we're constantly changing, and I'm not saying you should go cheat on your husband or wife or whatever, but mm. I think that that type of thing is actually more common than you would think, mm. if that makes sense. Yes. And I'm not saying that's going to happen to you, I'm not saying it's right, but I think that it's more common than you would think, because I have witnessed from my own surroundings that happening a lot and you see it happen so often right and I think we're going into a different topic now but uh-huh. maybe we should talk about this in another episode entanglement uh, entanglement in- episode entanglement episode oh, we will gosh. definitely talk about Jeez. this but um, yeah I think that's a good wrap up so yep. basically be a good human don't um, force different characteristics on certain genders and just be yourself yep I like that yeah Alright, there we go. But um, thanks for listening to us banter today, guys. Hope you guys got something out of this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, which is at Two Girls One Nut Podcast, and we will see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.